Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing fine, but you sound like you have a little bit of a cold. You want to know what? I do have a little bit of a cold, so secret is out. Well, are you doing anything to combat it? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm on that future. That DS2? My nose is double stuffs, just like my cups. Oh, well, good luck with that. Thank you. Uh, our guest today on A Waste of Time with It's the Real is our friend Joe Budden. Yeah, we've known him for a very long time. Yes. Um, he has a new album coming out called All Love Lost. October 16th on E1 Records. Shout out to everyone over there. Yeah, be there. Uh-huh. Um, he's got a bunch of features. He's got Jadakiss. He's got Eric Bellinger. He's got Amani. Yeah. There's songs by Boy Wanda. A-Rab Music. Whole bunch of other people. It's a really cool project. We hosted his listening party down at a hookah spot on I forget where, but on the Lower East Side. Yeah, one that he had apparently never been to. Oh, but it's a lot of fun. He still enjoyed it. It's true. Uh, before we get into this podcast, which is really, really, really a lot of fun because we have a lot of history to go through, uh, we just want to remind everyone that a waste of time is available on iTunes and SoundCloud. Please subscribe rate and review and go and tell a friend or two about it because really we need to just spread the word yeah we need people to hear jeff's clogged nose during this episode (laughs) it's not during the entire episode it's just during this intro just during the intro shout out to them shout out to joe button this is a little bit of an exclusive just for the intro (laughs) breaking news here anyway uh yeah yo what up it's eric aka jersey fat stacks aka big perth and boy Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. With the Shits, a.k.a. Diphtheria Massive. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Holy shit. Didn't they hit the on switch? (laughs) Yo, looking at at these two and looking at, like, just how everybody else conducts their fucking podcast, (laughs) like, we got to get a little more professional, man. We just go in and talk. Who are you? Uh, Joe. Oh, okay. I, this is a waste of time with this the real. Joe. Holy shit. <laughs> it's lit. First they got synchronized moves and everything. Yo, you've oh. known this though. I've never, we I've never been a part of no, the podcast. Did, yes, you have. Yes, yeah, we, we interviewed yes, Joe and Slaughterhouse. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you've interviewed me. Rock the Bells. Yeah. You've interviewed me multiple times, actually. Well, no, we've, we've, we've done we've sketches. Done videos. I'm not talking about the sketches. You have yep. interviewed me, I think, two times. Okay. Can we talk about the fact that the first time we met you um, was... We did a video with uh, Fall Out Boy, right? It was a sketch video in, mm-hmm. like, 2008, maybe? Yeah. And uh, the whole video was, was Groundhog Day-themed, and we wanted to have, like, a big sort of reveal at the end... Def Jam related because mm-hmm. Fallout Boy was signed to Def, Def Jam. Jam. And we were trying to think of some sort of joke. And the honest truth is that we couldn't get in touch with Jadakiss. <laughs> and, and, and so we got Joe Budden in the very end. And you know how we did that, by the way? I hit up SK from Not Right, who was a huge supporter of It's The Real. And he connected us with Joe because clearly Not Right fucked with Joe Budden. Yeah, that's interesting because Jadakiss is pretty accessible. Well, well, his management isn't. <laughs> <laughs> No, they are. They just don't do anything. Right. Like, that's the honest. Yeah, I'd like to think uh, Kiss is one of the more accessible rappers out there. Well, how long did it take you to get your verse? Because he's on your new album. No, it took me a million years to that's get That's what I'm verse. saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not because him and I weren't in uh, contact with one another. Okay, so you can... He probably just didn't want to do the verse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it eventually did get done. And um, Kiss has always been real supportive of me and, uh, and my ability, so... Yeah. Well, how long... When's the first time you met him? Met? Yeah. Oh, ages ago. Like... Ages how, ago. Yeah, but how was how it? How old are you? <laughs> Thirty-five. No, but how did how did you? I know people it? think I'm older. <laughs> I, I do. I mean, I am aware that people think I'm older because I've been in the game for a really long time. Also, you date like very young women, so no. <laughs> I I, I want to fight that. I want to fight that. Nope, we're gonna change the narrative. I'm not gonna let you guys do that to me. I've I've dated about two very young women. Like very young, meaning high school. Twenty-one, twenty-two. <laughs> Well, 21, 22 is like high school to me, so. All right. Um, okay, wait. I, I do want to make a point. Um, Drake is the best A&R in music today. Okay. Joe Budden is the best A&R of women in hip-hop today. That's true. You you put on women and they You've really made, succeed. Yeah. Is like Drake the best more? A&R? Oh, no. Don't, don't well, make this like a Meek Mill situation where no, like, somebody you know, listens no, to a podcast. No, no, Drake is a, a great friend of mine. No, I, I, right? I know. We'll get into that. And, and he is very... Clear on my support of him, but yeah. I mean, I just never thought of that. So when you said, well, it, yeah, yeah, well, who, well, who comes to mind? We got party. Boss. He brought party out. He oh, brought, no, oh, he oh, brought oh, the no, weekend out. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I will? You know what I will say? He he did introduce a sound like an OVO sound, even. <laughs> yeah, that sound is very prevalent in a lot of 
artist music that have absolutely nothing to do with him. Like I listen to Bryson Tiller's album and I hear that sound. Like I've heard that sound. I've heard Beyonce do that sound. I've heard Alicia Keys do that sound. I've heard Jay on that sound. I've heard I've heard that sound. Like since yeah. since he introduced it. So so I don't know if I would call it A and R, but but I mean, he him jumping on like all these like different sort of disparate um, artists who have like one song, like there'll be like nobodies, and then suddenly he'll jump on and he'll remix it, and then suddenly it's just like well, there'll everywhere. be nobodies to us, like like when Drake did the Versace verse, sure, right? I, well, I mean, Migos I had no was idea who Migos right, was, right. but in Atlanta, or... right? People knew who they were, but Ram Riddles or whatever that kid from Toronto who has that song like um, Sweeter Man, okay. Drake jumps on that, suddenly that's a thing. Oh, of course. You know, like, there's all these people... I don't think I like Drake's version of that song. Well, I don't either, but I mean, but that doesn't mean that he didn't um, make it big for a lot of people. And people like... Well, Drake's likeness, I mean, it's the hottest rapper in the game. Mm. And and one of the better rappers in the game. So his likeness, he hops on anything, it's going to make it ten times bigger and better. All right, but we're getting away from the, the thread of this, <laughs> oh. this great joke, which is I, that I do you, that a lot, sorry. Yeah, you, uh, like Sycamore, can make uh, girls famous. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost Joe. Joe, don't die on the podcast. <laughs> or I don't know, maybe that'll make it go viral. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> Joe, do you know our brother Dan who just walked in? No, but he looks like he would be you guys' brother. So I, I Dan, could... that's Rory. This is Joe. Dan, how that's you Dan. doing? Joe. Pleasure to meet you, man. Um, um so women. Yeah. Yeah. Um I, I debate that too. Well I debate everything, but <laughs> <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I've I've helped two women do better than they did when I met them. Just real quick, I should let the listeners know that Jeff and I are both dressed up in sweatsuits in your honor. Rock <laughs> Oh, are you guys? Yeah. And uh we oh, have that's, that's pretty cute. And we have one for you right in front of you. A oh, real rock aware. Yes. Yeah. Oh, go yep. me. A fucking Rockaway sweatsuit. <laughs> yeah, you guys probably do only know me to be in sweatsuits. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, know how I feel about you being, like, more tailored and adult. I get, I get dressed sometimes. I do. Well, you did for your for your listening party. That was, that was yeah, pretty you fancy. You looked rather well, cosmopolitan. Well, when I have to be seen, uh, as of late, I try to get dressed. I just don't like to be seen very much. <laughs> so... Yeah, I think you've done more for the sweatsuit than than Nelly. Nelly. Nelly, the rapper. Yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm sweat very aware of Nelly. Um, yeah, no, that's probably it. Okay, I'd, have to, so. I'd have to think long and hard if there are any, anybody else. <laughs> um, all right, so uh, your listening party, there was a chance that it was going to be streamed by title. And Eric no, and I... There was a there chance. was oh, yeah. wait, talk to a, your label. Wait, there's, a, there's a joke coming here. No, there no. is no joke. Oh, you're your, serious? Yeah, your record label E1 was like, "Hey, so we're trying to get this uh, streaming through title." Um, okay. Do you know? Do they know me? Yeah, I was gonna say like, <laughs> I was wondering what was your status with Jay these days. Uh, I would know. I would assume that everything is fine. I mean, I assume I'm fine with everyone that I don't have an issue with mm-hmm. because I don't have an issue with these people. Sure, I, I would have to be made aware. Um, but to my knowledge, him and I are fine. Okay. okay. And, and I mean, clearly everyone knows what happened years ago in terms of, like, him... I don't jack- know if everyone knows. Okay, well... Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> I mean, not really. I don't care. I mean, but, I, I, I'm down to talk about anything. But here's something... Okay, so uh, there was some tension for... Maybe it was one-sided, maybe it was two-sided. There was, there was some thought that there were some words that maybe... Um, Things weren't so cool between you two, especially four, when four score and seven years ago, when he was the president of Def Jam and yeah. you were signed to Def Jam. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, over the years, I think it sort of like quieted down. Certainly, like it's not a go-to joke for us anymore, obviously. But but um, what a go-to joke it was. <laughs> huh, I don't know. If I were at a different level of success, maybe it wouldn't be quiet <laughs> quieted down. I mean, I'm not I'm not certain. There's no reason for that to be alive and well. That was so long ago. Right. Um, during the Def Jam days, and I mean, I had a problem with a lot of people in my twenties and on the Def Jam days, but I'm not, I'm not in that space anymore. Well, sure, right. So that I think that's part of the reason why it's not a big thing anymore. Definitely, definitely. But something I thought about about ten minutes before you showed up, how close did you come to sign to Rock to Rockefeller? Um, we were pretty close. I was, I was down with Rockefeller for about a week and a half. Because can I just play something that I found, and I was just like, oh, right. Um. What's well, your podcast? You can play anything yeah. you want. No. This is not real. Sure is. No, this was uh, somebody. Uh, I'm not sure if it's too early, but fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. 
Joe Buttons is officially a fighter. Oh, yeah, that was real. Get familiar with us. Who you going to tell, boy? Kicked up, spin it well, boy. I didn't do this verse for this beat. But did you do it for Clinton Sparks? I did that verse for Clinton Sparks. So he took it and put it on whatever beat Yeah, but that's wanted. Clinton Sparks' thing. Like yeah. He, he takes, you do a verse for him, he takes it and puts it wherever. But I was, I was, uh. But that was really Dame Dash. Yeah, but that was around the time of their dissension of yep. uh, Jay and Dame. So left me in a funny predicament because I, I was I was looking to mess with uh, Rockefeller at the time, but they were breaking up and it was rumored that Jay was going to be the head of Def Jam yeah. and I was on Def Jam. So, I mean, it just made for a really sticky situation. So it, it really didn't work out. But did you feel like you would have fit in? You had your own lane. You would have been. No, I don't think I fit in with any like crew. Yeah. No. I'm, well, I'm too much of a weirdo. How did it? How did it go down with with uh, Desert Storm? Oh well, that's entirely different. Uh, Clue and and company they're largely responsible for my everything for my getting a record deal for my being on mixtapes for my being on the radio for my they're largely responsible for all of that. And that wasn't like a that wasn't like a click thing like every time you saw me you didn't have to see fab and right. paul kane like and stack bundles like it was me and on top and then it was clue and um not clue um fab and paul kane with desert storm and we were all like extended family of one another did you see uh i think clue put it up like a couple weeks ago like a throwback thursday a picture yeah yeah i that think was... that was envy that put that up oh maybe I it was envy yeah, I think but it, was it was pretty Envy. awesome, like in retrospect. Yeah, I hated my uh, sideburns at the time. It was, <laughs> looked really stupid back then. It's difficult to look at pictures of yourself from 10 years ago and be like, what the fuck was I doing back then? But I guess. But so little has changed about you. It's just the beard and... No, a lot has changed. A lot has changed. I wouldn't say so little Do you have the same barbers back then? No. <laughs> no. I probably... No way. Not at, not at all. Um... We wouldn't be doing that skinny bullshit uh, <laughs> that was going on back then. But I mean, that was cool back then. It was cool back then for the you know for the time at the time today. No, nah, I don't need Not the so fucking much. Zorro mustache. <laughs> um, I'm cool on that. Uh, one of the things that we like, we've known you forever. Yeah. And yet, we've never been invited to your house in New Jersey for anything other than shooting sketches. Right. We would love to be invited over. Not for the pool nights. Nope. But for Monopoly nights, board game nights. Do you guys play yeah. Monopoly? Uh, Do we play Monopoly? Does anyone We're not Jews. play Monopoly? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Plenty of people don't play Monopoly. Really? Yeah. It's like the most popular board game. Well, what I mean is people know the rules to Monopoly, but they aren't good at Monopoly. Oh, okay. Man. Wait. I'm really, really good, especially at the Monopoly we play, which is uh, the Mega edition of Monopoly, which is to me is the best one. What makes it Mega? Uh, well, different rules. Different rules. There's an extra property. Okay. Um, where there was two properties, there's three. Where there was three, there's four. Um, that there's, is mega. Yeah. There's skyscrapers now. Okay. Um, you can advance past the hotel level and get skyscrapers. I mean, it's different rules. See, I thought it was all in Spanish, like La Mega 97.9 or something no, like that. No. no. See, I don't there's know. A, there's uh, an extra die. Mm-hmm. Really? So I mean, yeah, it's a much faster game. Yeah, it's a much, much better game. Well, let's just go through some of the people. How is Mike Kaiser at Monopoly? At, Mike Kaiser's pretty good at Monopoly, actually. At Mega Monopoly, yeah. Um, No, we didn't play Mega Monopoly. That's what I play with my personal friends. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, we played the regular. They had some rich people version of Monopoly. that was just really? some, They bring their own board? Yeah, they got their own board. Oh, their like own wood? And it's yeah, wood. Like, yeah, yeah, that one. Really? That one. Yeah, and they and they play for real money. How is real really? money? They How much money, money is on the table? I think every man is $1,000. Wow. $1,000 buy-in for yeah. regular Monopoly. Yeah. Sorry, wood Monopoly. How is, how is Irv Gotti? At Monopoly. Uh, really good, too. How is Angie Martinez? Great. Great. Angie Wait. is one of the better Monopoly does Andy players. Co- does Angie collect all the money at the end of the night? Like, she's the big winner. Angie's won her share games. <laughs> Angie's, uh, Angie's highly intelligent. So no, I mean, sure. Who's she, a good cheater at uh, Monopoly? Uh, me. <laughs> me, back in the day. I don't, right. I don't choose to live my life that way anymore. <laughs> no, no, you've changed. Yeah, that's what I mean. A lot, a lot is different. Yeah. A lot is different. Different yeah, barber. Yeah. Every, everything is different. <laughs> oh, look at Gabby calling me. Um, pardon me. Mm. Uh, yes, Gabby. I'm, I'm doing a podcast right now, so I can't With? currently speak to you. But it's the real. Uh, I will. Bye. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Wait, ask Gabby about title. I hung up on Gabby. <laughs> 
Does it bother you? Nothing bothers me, but Nothing. ask the question anyway. Does it bother you when people say Joe Buttons? No. Why not? It bothers me so much. It then, just annoys the shit yeah, out of same me. Same with like Meek Mills and yeah. Fitty Cent. Yeah. No, I feel like me and Meek are the only people that that Your happens to constantly. Your name is Joe Button. There's no S on the end. Yeah, but I feel like Buttons just may be easier for people to enunciate. Uh, that doesn't seem true. No. But that's a very <laughs> well, good there would have to be a reason that that people continue to call me that. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with that. I mean, I don't have to know. Even people, it's funny. DJ Envy is one of those people who still calls you Joe Buttons on air. See my point? That's just crazy, though. He's known and me. he knows that that's not my name, <laughs> and he's known me since my inception. I I don't really get it. How about with the Wait, time? Yeah, when you put out an album and they put three D's in Joe Button. Yeah, that was really bad. That was really yeah. bad. That was really, really What was bad. Amalgam? Yeah. Amalgam Digital? Yeah, that was horrible. That was really bad. Uh, we deaded that situation yeah. <laughs> quickly. So it doesn't bother you when people say your name? Not very much bothers me, to be to be perfectly honest. And, and that wouldn't bother me. I mean, I understand people and their <laughs> quips and quarrels. Like, See, I get it. But is that why, like... Uh, you know, why you might get into fights with different people because nothing bothers you and it bothers them. Like, I feel like you'd be no fun to argue against. Um, which is funny. I love arguing. <laughs> arguing is But it's great. like a very quiet argument. It's like the most like calm. Yeah, I mean, you're I like the Ben Carson of arguments. I don't take anything. I don't take anything personal. Like it's, it's a, it's healthy. Ar- <laughs> arguing is healthy. It's, it works the brain. Sure. Good for brain power. Is it, you're just <laughs> sparring. Yeah. Is it your exactly. Fa- is it your favorite? Tell these people. It's your favorite, <laughs> it's your favorite sport? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Blade sharpens blade. And- <laughs> yeah, arguing is really, really fun. I mean, if you have a, a worthy opponent. Um, can't just argue with anybody. Who is the best opponent you've had in arguing? Uh, well, I'm arrogant, so I'm going to say no one. <laughs> <laughs> no one is a worthy opponent. Can you tell us your best Lior story? Lior was great. Here's a good Lior story. I was on Def Jam, and I put focus out, and I was dead broke. And I didn't understand how rappers made money at all. What, how would you think? Well, I was 21 years old, so I, would, I wouldn't know. Okay. I mean, to me, growing up, you know, you just rap and money comes some type <laughs> of way because that's how the rappers uh, make a team. Sure. So I, came, I went to Leo's office and I said, listen, I'm dead broke. I've got a bunch of music. My album's not coming out till this time. How exactly do rappers make money? And then he had a long conversation with me about publishing and how it works. Um, so that was pretty funny. It was a pretty, it was a pretty funny conversation. Did you have a lawyer at the time? Yeah. yeah. And they didn't, they didn't give you any sort of heads up on. <laughs> what is it? Was this a joke? <laughs> do they ever? No, no, they, they didn't. They didn't give me a heads up. I mean, it was so much money being tossed around back then. Yeah. Different times today, but sure. back then, you know, we kind of well, I, I was uh pretty naive, but I think a lot of other people took for granted how much money was spent with record labels and including and, give you a heads up and new artists. No, again, Clue was like extended family, right? So he wasn't he wasn't in my personal business that way. And then I had a business accountant, I had a business accountant who ended up robbing half of the industry. So that's fine. Uh, yeah, so he made money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You should have asked him or you her. Should, yeah, you should have oh. asked her. Oh wow. Her. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I was broke, and I got a bunch of money, and then I was broke again. Like it was a bunch of ups and downs earlier in my career. Goddamn. Who had the focus beat before you? Oh, Sharifa. 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 <laughs> Sharifa. Sharifa. Shout out to Sharifa. Sharifa was uh, a female artist signed to DTP at the time. Yep. And uh, dub- she had a song. I don't remember what the name uh, of the song like, was. Um, uh, I Need a Boss, right? With Ludacris? But that was later. Oh, okay. I don't remember what the name of the song that Focus was supposed to be for. But uh, Dub B was working on, Dub B, my producer at the time, was working on a remix for her song that was getting a lot of airplay. And she didn't take it. She chose not to take that focus beat. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't take it. So you, you got that from him. Yeah, yeah. So shit, those drums are amazing. So, yeah, I mean, we, I, I rapped on it. We put on a Clue tape, and it kind of caught caught fire from Clue. Yeah, and it was like, well, shit, we didn't plan for this, so we, <laughs> should, we should probably go back and put a hook on here. <laughs> so and we did that. That was back in the day when I was. Again, a lot of naivete, like just what's a hook? And what's a hook? Where does it go? Why does it go there? What's the point? Like, you know, hooks are where you make money in rap. Yeah, clearly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you take other meetings besides Def Jam? Were there any uh, other meetings to take? No, not not really. It was yeah. just like you just fed through. Yeah. Clue situation. 
Well, I was in direct contact with Kevin Lowndes through Skane. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew who Kevin Lowndes was, and uh, Def Jam was still Def Jam at the time. Not mm-hmm. not like it is now, like Def Jam. This D- was Def D-E-A-F. Jam. This was, it was still Def, like D-E-J. I mean, D-E-F Jam. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so I knew who Kevin was, so it was really nothing to discuss. That was like God working. That's where we want it to be. That's where rappers should. That's where all the rappers want it to be. Sure. Right. And in total, you spent how much time there? Uh, on the label? On the label. Uh, I signed to Def Jam in 2001. My album came out in 2003. I was completely done in 2006, contractually. And did you seriously consider signing, re-signing to Def Jam in like 2000? I've never seriously reconsidered signing. Not even I mean, when Joey, conversation. when Joey IE was the the president. No, like you and and us had a conversation back then. You were like, eh, I'm, I'm well, talking we, to him. We ran into well, you. we were talking. We yeah. ran into you at the finally famous Big Sean listening party at the Standard, right? Yeah, and we were like, Why are you here? <laughs> well, Joey is a dear. Is one of my dear, good people Same, in, this, yes, in yeah. this music business. Yes, uh, love him. Shout out to Joey. Same I. here. Um, and he did have that brief stint at Def Jam, and he was inviting me to shit. And as a courtesy, you want to go. Um, and while it may be a passing thought, like all right, if he's really going to get right the ship over here, then cool. But that didn't turn out very well. I mean, I think he had a he had a pretty strong year. They had overall. one good year. Yeah, they had one really good year, but then. I know he eventually left. He did, yeah. yes. Um, and now he's over at Interscope in yeah. Los Angeles, and he's doing great. Yeah, um, yeah he's, doing real he's a father now. He is. He is. Joey's great, man. Joey, Joey's great. He's got a great ear. So you never seriously considered signing no. to Def Jam again? No. What are the What are the positives of of being with an indie like E One right now for you? Can you drop an album whenever you want? Yeah. Is that specific to you, or can anybody? Can any artist on E One? Well, that? I mean, I can't speak for okay, right. for for anybody else. But like when your project's ready, you just put it out. You don't have to answer to Alan Grunblatt. You don't. You don't have to answer to like Gabby, well, or you don't have to well, answer. Well, you're in. You're in. These, these are your contemporaries. These are your business partners. So answer to I, I wouldn't say that, but because I'm a profitable artist for them, it wouldn't really be a wouldn't really be a dispute. Sure. Um, we had a they don't have many hip hop acts over there. Well, so Eric and I took a meeting over there um, <laughs> because, as you know, we are burgeoning rappers. And uh, we walked in there, and Alan Grunblatt, the leader of the company, um, thought that we were working with Nelly. Why do you think that? At the time. Were you working with Nelly? We were not. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we Must have been a sweatsuit. Sweat yeah. <laughs> Must have been a sweatsuit. <laughs> no, we, we had a uh, representation that, that had ties to Nelly, and I think he was, wasn't quite sure what the meeting we were doing was yeah. and so like the poor like executive assistant comes out to get us and she's like hey i'm looking for nelly and we're like oh no you're <laughs> you're getting two white guys mm. yeah this is not confused with nelly <laughs> <laughs> you've been working with um with just blaze on this slaughterhouse project for a couple years now mm-hmm. what's the difference between working with just now and just back when you were recording for your first album well, Just wasn't executive producing my first album, so the capacity is different. He's sure. executive producing the new Slaughterhouse album. Do you have to answer um, to him? <laughs> I don't have to answer to anybody. <laughs> but he is uh, he is much more hands-on in that in that role, in that capacity, of course. Uh, on my first album, he was just my favorite producer, so he did, what, three joints on my first album? We had, did, hit, we had a hit together. So. Yeah, did he submit those, or did you ask him for those? No, I was with him. I was with him. Um, this is when Def Jam had dropped the ball on Focus, and then Skane came to me, and he was like, listen, they dropped the ball, but they don't really care. You're going to get one more shot to come up with a hit. If not, they're going to drop you, so who do you want to go in with? Wow. And I said, well, all right, uh, Just Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I went in with Just. At Baseline? Um, no, this was at, I want to say, that was Right Tracks. Okay. Right Tracks, not Quad. Yeah, it was Right Tracks. Okay. And, um, and yeah, I mean, the rest is history. Man. And how did you get Busta on? I didn't. Oh. <laughs> fucking Busta. <laughs> fucking Busta, man. <laughs> I think we were trying to come up with a remix for Pump It Up, which is how that whole Jay shit started, because we, uh, we went to Jay's studio. We went to, um, no, we went to Baseline, mm-hmm. and we spoke to him. And then we were laughing. He's like, he's not doing that shit. So uh, <laughs> let's kind of figure out somebody that we can get. And I think we spoke to, 
we spoke to Busta about fire. I came to just yep. blaze with the idea of fire, and we spoke to Busta about him, and Busta sent back fire and pump it up. <laughs> so somewhere there's a Busta Rhymes version of pump it up. Um, and yeah, and he sent me a wild ass invoice. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good old Bust. Shout out to Bust. Man. Busta knows how to make money in this industry. <laughs> better fucking believe it. Yeah. He's only been in this industry my entire life. Yeah. So I mean, that says something. Bust is great, man. Did you shoot a video for Fire? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can YouTube it. Okay, I will. So much for fucking podcasters doing some research. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah, you guys we don't even have a name for your podcast. Yes, we do. It's I'll name this podcast later. What do you know? Just that fast, <laughs> you figured out the name. That is the name of the podcast. But the question is, when will you ever will you ever give it an actual name? And that, that is name? the actual no, name. Yeah, but it's I like... know it's like a very meta joke. I'm just wondering <laughs> if like at the very like if you guys like in like five years, you guys are like, all right, time to wrap it up. And then you actually name it. You're no. like, oh, you want to know what? It was cheers corny, the entire time. How corny is that? Now, what's the name of this podcast? What's it's a waste of time. Yeah, you didn't do your research. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're right. I didn't. But what is the name of this podcast? A waste of time with it's the real. Yeah, we know how to. Oh do yeah, that. I did know that. because yeah. I saw that and I said, okay, I like it. I like it. I don't like a lot of podcast names. I don't because Yo, they're do real you, fucking cheesy and corny. Do you check? Do you check the podcast uh, like rankings? Each week? No, because I'm not a loser just, like the rest of you fucking you podcasters. Just, <laughs> <laughs> what type of? Yo, I see that happening. Like I like when all the podcasts like Elliot Wilson. That's my guy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. and I told him this. I said you fucking you're fucking posting a picture of your <laughs> yo. We number three right under. <laughs> Like who gives a fuck, my nigga? Like just fucking podcast. Nah, I don't care about that shit. Street battles. (laughs) Clearly, like wait, wait. Okay, so when you went over to Peter's apartment, like right across the street, and you sat down and discussed actually doing a podcast, did you? Did you? Well, no, I sat down and watched How to Get Away with Murder. Okay, and then when that went off, then we discussed. uh, I was very. I didn't know anything about a podcast. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know nothing, the audience. Nothing? I didn't know anything about a it podcast. Never, like you, you and me know never, that in common. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Ve- I didn't know very much. I'll say that. Okay, Meek Mill. That's no a one bit told different. you about like serial. The podcast serial S E R I A L. No, no one told you about like Mark Maron's podcast or anything like that. All right, let me say this one more time. I didn't know anything. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. I didn't Wait, hear about list any like 150 more. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just basically. go right down the list. Yeah. 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 yeah I, I. You know. I'm. You know. Sometimes as as rappers, we're in a we're in a bubble. Yes, so. but you're very internet savvy. Yeah, but I myself personally, I don't listen to podcast or oh, i didn't right. anyway no no, right. no but you never know when like maybe like a girl you're seeing is just like yo did you listen to cereal that's all i've been listening to yeah do you listen uh, to that me? implies that girls i see are well informed about <laughs> do <you>? things <laughs> do you or they listen to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah basically duh do you hook up with bookish white women from brooklyn heights <laughs> no no i do not listen to cereal every week okay so when you decided to do it what how did peter sell you on it well i wanted to do it period it wasn't he sold me on it. Okay, I wanted to do one. But you, so, so you knew what you know what Juan Epstein was because you were yeah, yeah, yeah 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 but yeah. As as far as that w- goes, um, that well, I mean, it. I know I did I did radio in two thousand four. Yeah, right, right. right. And I want to get um, to that. I had a re- really good time doing it. Right. Um, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed just shooting the shit, talking, and I I always. I always embrace a, a new platform to speak to fans. Always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Joe Budden TV. Yeah, yeah. Or any Snapchat, right. yeah, yeah. DMs. No, not Snapchat. Not Snapchat. <laughs> not Snapchat. Not Snapchat. No, no, no. I hate Snapchat. But yeah, I, yeah, I always embrace that. So I, when I went to Peter's house, I I already I was doing a podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was doing it. Yeah. It you was just, didn't just want to name it. <laughs> I didn't think of a name at that time. Um, and we have a name, by the way. <laughs> but a waste of time, Peter. Peter wanted to start this whole conglomerate yep. of this umbrella of under podcasters. <laughs> yeah, a podcast empire where, you know, and he fucking stroked my dick a little bit. Yo, you'll be great. You'll be amazing. And then I'll make 80% of the money today. All this oh fuck my shit. God, it was the Leor pitch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was that. I said, hey, well, we'll see how it goes. And then I, I did the first few podcasts, and, and they were really successful. They were really good. Yeah. They were fun. Yeah. Well, okay. And then I learned that Peter didn't do shit at all, and I disassociated him from my podcast. Can we go back to the Hot 97 stuff? Oh, shout out to Peter. I was just listening to him and fighting <laughs> with him on the text, because I like him much better on ESPN than I like him talking about hip-hop. I Wait, do. What don't you like about him talking about hip-hop? He's very smug. He's very arrogant. He's, he's <laughs> yes, very... Yes, that is Peter. He's very... Uh, 
You sound like John Kerry. He speaks. He speaks. He speaks. He feels. He's very. Sounds very entitled. He speaks down to listeners in hip hop. He can come off that way. In sports, maybe because it's not his primary area, mm-hmm. doesn't come off that way at all. Was he on Real Sports? No, he's on ESPN with Michael K. Yeah. Well, I mean, I just meant because well, and, and Michael, he represents real sports oh, right. and real hip hop and yeah. real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, he's on with uh, Michael K. and uh, Don LaGreca. Yeah. Who, yeah. Uh, um, they're great in that field, but I'm not the biggest fans of them. But let's just, let's just be honest here. Did you grow up a Mike and the Mad Dog fan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. aren't you territorial? Like you're going to listen to the fan before you listen to ESPN Radio. Um. You don't like Mike and Mike in the morning, do you? Or Boomer and Carton. Well, I don't. Yeah. Well, first, let's be very. You don't like Mike and Mike in the morning? No. Tell me why. They're corny. Uh-oh. All right, you got you got Mike Greenberg fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Greenberg is one of the best radio people that I have heard. You mean from a like as a professional? Yes. Yeah, sure. He's a good radio guy. No, he's not good. He's not good. He's a great radio guy. He's one of the best radio people that I myself have physically heard. But you're Who's not the- from New York. Maybe that's why. <laughs> I am from New York. Mm-hmm. Just I like mean, the Giants are from New York, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, the Giants are from New York. They're from New Jersey. Ooh. Just like you're from New Jersey. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not that invested. All right. <laughs> Is Mike Greenberg better than Chris Russo or Mike Francesa? Yeah. No. I'm going to say yeah. Why do, why do you say wait, yeah? Wait, wait. When you said that you're really good at arguing, <laughs> this is the worst argument. One says yes and one says no, and then you guys repeat. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the way that, I mean, it it would be, it's not, it's, it's not tangible stuff that I could fucking say, but coming from the small radio background that I do come from yep. and having traveled the entire country and universe yep. listening to people on the radio <laughs> the way that he conducts his show that just as a lead mic yep um he's just one of the best that i have heard which is why he's on that morning drive which is why he gets the ratings that he gets which is why he's paid the way that he's paid which is very handsomely for the people that do not know you can make um, money in radio broadcasting you cannot make money in music yeah him um Stephen A. I mean, even even Michael K. Even though I disagree with everything that he says, um, yep. fucking uh, Bill Simmons was amazing. He's back. I really, yeah, no, I'm very happy about that. Yep. Um, who else did I really love? Damn, my guy that they fucking kicked off. Which one? Star and Buckwild. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> oh. still on ESPN. Came on at one o'clock. My guy, that, oh, who Mike I love. No, no, <laughs> he was on at one. No, he was not. Yes, he was. Uh, he was on for a little bit. Mike Lupica was no, he was. Oh, then maybe I'm ten. <laughs> You're right. Mike Lupica is on at one. Well, you ten a.m. Just got fired too. Uh, Colin Coward. Oh, Colin Coward. Colin Coward. He's on um Fox. Yeah, now. Fox. Yeah, now. yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, they liked fucking him, really? got rid of me. He was amazing. I, I I like highly intelligent people. He was a very highly intelligent person who articulated himself very well. I disagreed with every single thing that he said. But you still listen. And I enjoyed it. Okay, so that's well, the mark of somebody and who's I, really And I enjoyed good. it. Okay. You know who I hate? Highly questionable. That's it. I don't want to talk about it. I just want to say I hate highly questionable. Um, not, the best, take, not the best show. Do you have to take terrible interviews like in the middle of the country on like morning radio shows where they do like a lot of voices. Uh, I have. <laughs> I have. I don't. Yeah, I don't feel like you fit in that box though. I was about to say, meet the Joe Button, the person, and that's probably why a lot of people don't can't stand me. I don't do well in those environments. I just don't. I don't do well when I don't like some shit. <laughs> it's not well, good. Okay, let's get back to Hot ninety seven for a second. Two thousand four. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 Two thousand four. We were talking about it. See, Mike Greenberg would have been brought this back. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're not radio personalities. It's a podcast, just like you. Um, podcast is the new radio, by the way. What's that? The new radio? Yeah. Sure. You sound like Meek Mill. <laughs> I will never sound like Meek Mill, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just just yell it. <laughs> so the um, so Miss Jones uh, leaves Hot 97, and you... Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't her by her or... I know, cord, I know. She was, yeah. she was asked to leave forcibly. You sound like you're on her team. <laughs> <laughs> she was forced to choose to leave right um you were one of the options who was brought in like sway came on for a little bit right Mm -hmm. uh you were up there i forget who else and i know that miss info started uh on hot 97 at that point right Mm -hmm. she was working before then but yeah no i think uh, oh no yeah she might have been on with with miss jones you were great on hot 97 you were entertaining you were fun you were great on the air you were yeah (laughs) so that's what i want to get to 
what were the reasons why you didn't last very long there? Was Look, it your choosing? No, no. At the time, Kevin Lowes thought that it was overexposure. He thought that he thought, why would people buy Joe Budden album if they when, get him every when they morning? can hear him every morning on the radio? Did Except you know that those rapping. were a different thing? Were you were you were you rapping during uh, the morning no, show? No, no, I was not. But you know, at the time when Kevin Lowes says that, someone who knew way more about the music industry than I did. Um, I'm his investment. Right. You know, I listened and I got off. Um, did that help? Get and I was really mad because then he left. Yeah. And then he left. <laughs> and went to Warner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking fuck of a fuck. Did that get spins up on the radio? Like your radio spins? Uh, no. No. They were two totally separate entities. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't have carte blanche where I could just play Joe Button records for four hours straight. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. Oh my god! Mood but I had a lot radio. of fun. I had a lot of fun up there, man. And that, you know what? That was the last time that I've I've ever been nervous. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that was the last time I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the last time that I've ever been uh, nervous. Is the night before I had to do the morning show for the very first time? It was, Why was that? It was new. It was a new field. Like, you know, as a rapper, you know, I, I perform in front of people. I fucking like, I don't, just don't get nervous. I'm in my comfort zone rapping. That was me in a new capacity uh, doing something I had never done before. And I was nervous the night before. So, I mean, I prayed on it and, and it went great. So, like, now I'm in acting classes and, oh, you know, I, yeah, I take acting classes now because that's ultimately something that I want to do. That's cool. Long, you already did that term. on uh, VH1 during Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> Uh, no, I wasn't acting, but some people, some people, I'm sure were. I mean, I mean, serious acting. Um, it's not the time for you guys, a little shenanigans. Uh, fucking, yeah, you're trying to plug your new uh, direction. Sorry. No, no, not even. But I was telling a friend of mine recently that you know I forgot what it feels like to do something new mm-hmm. because I've just been rapping for so long. So I'm enjoying acting classes. I'm enjoying character development. I'm enjoying. This new arena, mm-hmm. like it's a lot of fun. That's Scripts and where reading. Where are you taking uh, acting classes? Not telling a podcast. <laughs> Is it UCB? Are you in UCB one hundred and one? No, two hundred and one. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Kevin Lyles didn't like you on the radio. What would Kevin Lyles have thought of you doing VH one stuff? Well, it, again, because it's a different, it's a different of time. In, of course, in two thousand and four, all of this sounds like utter bullshit and very foreign today. Of course, but right. in two thousand and four. You know, there was no reality fucking TV outside of what the the real world. Sure, yeah. Like, so back then, I'm sure he would have had the same uh, the same mindset. Do you still talk to Kevin when I see him? Mm. He but, doesn't come over for Monopoly night. No, no. Our <laughs> objectives aren't the same, and, oh. I'm, and I'm no longer his investment. So oh, I thought you don't, don't like in Monopoly. That's I was what like, I thought too. Are you guys going like... to go for the wheelbarrow or <laughs> well, the top uh, hat? Monopoly is not not part of his objective. <laughs> what is your uh, game piece? Uh, the cannon. Okay. Any reason? Because I fucking shoot shit up <laughs> when I come through. <laughs> I don't know. It feels like <laughs> over a real nigga. No, I used to be the thimble. Uh, <laughs> I, I used to be the thimble. Um, for years and years and years, I was a thimble. And then I went on like a fucking... Somebody, somebody I uh, consistently play with went on like a seven-game win streak. Mm. And I was like, nah. With the cannon? No, no, no. Oh. I was like, fuck the thimble. Yo, who's the last person to take a lot of money from you in a board game? A lot? I mean, well, that's just part of Monopoly. No, oh, all right. So you figure you're just going to get it back at some point? Yeah. All right. Are you they, dan- Monopoly is about the exchanging of currency. Okay. Yes, do, but fake currency. Do you? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Do you go to the... Um, well, first of all, are you ever the banker? No. Oh, they, I would they won't never let, trust they won't you let me be the banker. <laughs> I would never Yeah, they won't the let me be. They won't even let me sit by the bank. They've got, I got to tap my... Run my pockets before the game starts. And they got to go check the bathroom to make sure I don't have money hidden in there. Like, yeah, no. I used to, I used to cheat. And it's, it's your home court, too. You're literally at home. Well, no, we play Monopoly in a club. We play Monopoly in a hookah lounge. We play Monopoly anywhere. What? Do you listen to yourself? <laughs> we yeah. play Monopoly in the club? Yeah. You have, you have your car outside right now. Do you have your board in there? Do no. you travel with it? No. Okay. Do you have the Monopoly travel version? No. It's got to be the wood. <laughs> no, I don't do the wood. We put the mega in the trunk when, it, when it's time to play. So sometimes that it's is a more, whole different um, connotation of like, yo, I'm going to go to the trunk right now. Yeah. And get my, my Monopoly, Monopoly board. board. 
we, we have done that and seen absolutely no problem with it at all. <laughs> Actually, last time that Rory played with us in the Hook Lounge, I fucking kicked his ass. I don't know if you, I can even like make fun of you for bringing Monopoly uh, to the club because we brought Scrabble to Max B's apartment. We did. Yeah. Losers. No, it was yeah. for it was for it was for, it was a, for sketch. a video. <laughs> Yeah. Ron Artest was supposed to be there. <laughs> but he wasn't. No, he didn't show up. But Mr. Fab did, and the, the business showed up. It was a very strange night. It was a very strange night. That all sounds really strange. It yeah. was very I strange. I Scrabble to Max B's house. And because, because we made... Uh, we were playing by street rules, yeah. and uh, all of his all <laughs> of his street rules and Scrabble. Yeah. Street yeah. rules apply. And oh, all right! Of, like street rules and Scrabble is so much crazier than whatever you do in Monopoly. Mega Monopoly, yeah, it definitely is. But okay, <laughs> hiding money in the bathroom <laughs> like a real nigga. <laughs> by the way, Mike Greenberg would have been plugged my album by now. Wait, you have an album coming uh, out? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just pointing that out to you, to, uh, fine fellows. Let's all I've lost. Uh, all of, no, 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 no. That's a horrible no, 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 segue, no, so fine. I'll do it myself. Uh, all I've lost October 16th, which is soon. Yo, it, it should leak soon. I don't know if. I don't know if <laughs> shout out to Genius.com where you can check out exclusive content. That's right. With Joe Budden talking yeah, to Rob Markman about you. all of his lyrics. <laughs> clearly, Yo, listen, clearly listen. this is not Mike and Mike. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if. It's a podcast. It's freewheeling. <laughs> I don't know if, if you personally asked us to host your. Um, to host your listening party, I doubt it. I, <laughs> maybe it was Gabby. Maybe it was Los. It was a Rory. By the way, it was not Rory. Whoever there were big debates. There were big debates about who who was to host. Who, who a lot who, of fights. Really? Who, wait, who came arguments. in second place? Hmm? Who came in second place? Well, I don't was it Angie? It was a second because Angie jumped in our Instagram comments and saw a picture of the three of us and was like, "Why was I not invited?" Like clearly, oh, why wasn't Angie invited? Angie is fucking the busiest woman <laughs> in New York, number one. And then she added, um, then she added tip the stylist and and misinfo, and was like, "Yo, can you, you see this?" <laughs> um, I'm glad I missed that. <laughs> Me and Angie, and we go through that every time I put an album out, like clockwork. I just don't invite. I'm not good at inviting people to shit. No, but oh, well, clearly we've never been invited to Monopoly night. Um, uh, you're a good bowler. Who uh, I'm okay. Who's are, who's you, better than you? A lot of people are better than me. I'm, I'm just okay. List them all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm not certain that we have Angela the time Yee. to list them all. Is she a better bowler than you? I don't know that she can bowl. Is She had a bowling night. Which means what? Bottles <laughs> which, and which, strikes which, every Monday night with Mike Kaiser. <laughs> I used to have a lot of fun at uh, Angie and Mike's uh, yeah. bowling thing. Actually, Stephen A. Smith would come through to they that. They used to have yeah. a bunch of holes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Did then they respect that, and you they, because your bowling game? Uh no, people never went there to actually bowl. I was the only dickhead to walk in with his own balls and his own gloves. Yeah, I remember yeah. that glove. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, simmer down, everyone. <laughs> it was like um like Big Lebowski. Like, yeah. You were there like you were like Jesus with yeah. Joe Button. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but but I, with the buttons. But I did meet a few good people from there, and then they stopped doing that. You know what? I need to call both of them and tell them to start that again. I don't know why they stopped because they you, stopped. They stopped, and then they started. Somebody else started this fucking Ciroc bowl. I don't know if that's Nick Storm or whoever, but it's not as good as uh. <laughs> Oh, let me That's going to be the pull quote from this. That's People right. are going to be like, oh, shit. Joe Budden going at some guy's bowling night. <laughs> Joe Budden said, Diddy's a fat. Yeah, like, people always well, change. You did say that. <laughs> no, I didn't. Do you, um... I'm going to use that for Vine. <laughs> you guys are dicks. <laughs> Why do you, you have, have a, a Vine? You have a D-Wade bowling story? No, Rory has a story. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a D-Wade bowling story at all. i give Rory my microphone. Hey, no, hold on. <laughs> This could be a uh, you had to be there story, but we're going to go through it anyways and present me if it, if it becomes that way. Joe had went to a spades tournament by Dwayne Wade the night before during All-Star Weekend. In New very, York? It, yeah, it was a very serious spades tournament, so he's thinking that Dwayne Wade throws serious events. Sure. So we leave his house. He comes downstairs with a duffel bag on wheels with two bowling balls in it with his name customly carved into it. Three bowling balls. <laughs> And bowling shoes. He has on. And a glove. <laughs> and and he powder. And his wrist guard on. Yo, for the drive over? Yeah. <laughs> so we get to, we park in Times Square. The story's a little embellished, but we'll roll with it. <laughs> Makes a better story. Yeah. <laughs> we park in Times Square. Joe is now crossing Times Square with his duffel bag. In the snow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mind you, it was snowing. It's snowing, it, by the way. We, we, uh, we walk into the lobby. Uh, we were greeted by T-Pain. Wow. Which was weird. And he said, how's it looking up there? And T-Pain goes, no, nah, it's right. <laughs> so we go up there, walk in. It's probably about 25 seven-year-olds bowling, and Joe's there with a wrist guard and a duffel bag. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, did they have the um? Yeah, they have, did they have the bumpers up? True story. Yeah, they did. 
Yeah, they did. And I was like, what the? F- <laughs> so I. <laughs> wait, what's funnier than that is they gave us a hard time at the door because we, we weren't on a list. So now I'm fighting to get in this party full of seven year olds. <laughs> so we finally get up in that bitch, and I look around and I turn around to Roy and say, "Yeah, we out of here." <laughs> and Roy's like, "Well, not before I get some of this free food that they have." So Rory made a plate, had to wait for him to eat, so I'm just standing there with my fucking jacket on and shit, waiting to leave. Rory's a dick. Wow. Yeah, that was pretty funny. You have some of that birthday cake, though? No. <laughs> no, I was ready to go. So we left there, and then just... Where do you go afterwards? What makes you feel... You go to Lust afterwards? We went to some, I want to say a Nike thingamajig at some hotel, because we did walk to a hotel. You walked from there? Yeah, when... With the bowling balls? No, 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 no. I put the bowling balls in my car. <laughs> Um, and With then the Monopoly we, board. Then we walked to some, yeah, basically. And then we walked <laughs> to some Nike thingamajig that they were doing at some hotel, and then we left there. Oh, yeah, and then we left there and went to Griffin, and I was miserable because I hate clubs. And Rory's getting drunk, so he doesn't care. <laughs> Rory's great anywhere that there's alcohol. He's like When you showed up at the Griffin, did they make you check your Did you your just coat? say the Griffin? The Griffin. It's just Griffin. Okay, name. sorry. Uh, then why does it say the outside? <laughs> <laughs> for people like you guys who will say it. Uh, but when I showed up to Griffin, what? Did, do they ask you for your coat? They make no. you check your coat. Does no. Joe Budden ever, ever have to check his coat? No. You see? No. Joe's, so, Joe's made it to a point in life where he doesn't have to when he goes to the Griffin, when he goes to Griffin, when he goes anywhere he I mean, wants. Some people still respect Pump It Up. I'm not, I don't have to check my coat everywhere that I go. Do, does anyone ever play that when you walk into a club? Uh, uh, sometimes. Yes. <laughs> sometimes. I mean, some DJs do it like a, a, as a sign of res- respect. No, of course. Sure, sure. That, well, that's and what I mean, though. They don't know that I, like, you don't have to respect me. <laughs> like, I'm totally right, you good on that. You focus. I don't, you know, I don't ever want to hear Joe Budden. In a club, I just don't. Not even the tank Same song. With me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, I don't want to hear that shit. Fucking, you know. Here's a funny story. One time we're at this fucking, we're at uh, my favorite hookah spot, right? Yep. And which one? I'm not telling. <laughs> Talk on it. Uh, so I'm there with like it's me, a few of the fellas, a bunch of bitches. And you guys take a bus there? Like, <laughs> private bus? Charter bus? <laughs> no. <laughs> fucking people drive. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kicking you. Um, so I, I get this brilliant idea in my head that I want to hear fucking Cisco's thong song. Right? <laughs> brilliant idea. Sure. Some of us actually remember and respect what Cisco's thong song does to women of age. <laughs> You people that say the Griffin prob- probably do no, no, that's not. what the kids say. So so anyway, so I run to the fucking DJ booth and I tap him like, yo, and then I call him over and I whisper in his ear, yo, I need to make a request. I need to hear Cisco's dog song. And he says, yo, Joe, I got you, my cheek. And then I walk away. But it's like the whole club watched me because I was so determined to walk over there. So the whole club saw me walk there. And walk away. And as soon as I walk away, he plays Marcus Houston clubbing. <laughs> so now it looks like I went to the booth to request Marcus Houston featuring. clubbing. And, uh, featuring me. Yep. And I'm like, what a fucking <laughs> idiot. I felt like such a douche. Yo, can we shout out that like DJ? Who was that? Yeah. Yeah, I hope he got fired, whoever that was. Wow. wow. Did that DJ hate you? No. That Again, is- he thought he was like showing me some respect. He was in the middle of like an old school set, which is why <laughs> I thought Thong Song in the first place. Wow. Did he end up playing Thong Song? Yeah, but I mean, at that point, I, I couldn't enjoy it because I looked like the corny nigga that just ran up like, yo, play the song that I'm on. I'm like, God damn, I'm really not that corny. I'm not as corny as people make me out to be. Oh, my God. Yo, or as I've made myself out to be sometimes. <laughs> I fuck with even though it's a weird pairing in retrospect, uh, DMX featuring Cisco. Yeah, great song. I, I, I thought was what these be bitches like, want. Yeah, amazing great song. I thought that was gonna be like a real brave stance that you were about to make. No, and then, but like, it's an odd like, pairing. Oh, I like this obvious song that everybody loves. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, you're not even a real nigga if you've never fucking dated a chick that DMX named in the second verse. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. That's just like a cardinal rule of hip Right. <laughs> what if you dated two? Uh, realer yeah. nigga <laughs> duh I feel like you have like a bingo card that's like <laughs> oh yeah exactly um, do you have any good DMX stories <laughs> none that I would share 
Uh, I do. None that I would share. Okay, how about you tell the story, but don't say who it's about. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's pretty funny. No, 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 I wouldn't do that. X, X is would you go to the Def Jam Christmas parties? I went to one. How was it? Where was it? Somewhere over there, Houston. Somewhere down there. A big, huge, like, museum. Yeah. Were you like, this is what real Rappers record labels do. are like? Yeah. yeah. No, by that time I wanted to get the fuck off Def Jam. <laughs> why did you go to the yeah. uh, for the bitches? <laughs> yeah. <duh. laughs> why else would somebody go to a Def Jam Christmas party? You were like, work my record. And, and, and not at all. And they did have a bunch of bitches there. So I went to that one. Oh man, it was a good days of hip hop. Those were, those were good old days. I don't even think they have parties like that anymore. It's out the budget. Um, was that the first museum you'd been to? <laughs> no. <dick. laughs> <laughs> oh my god um no by the way as much as you shit on us talking about your or not talking about your new record we did talk about the jada feature for a minute up top we mentioned that all of lost, all lost. in stores <laughs> october 16th be there go get it um, uh, um i gotta call mike and mike <laughs> can we talk about your last record uh sure. Uh, we, can we can talk about anything you guys want. Wait, let me check. One. But it is nice. Uh oh, <laughs> at the meter time, <laughs> one hour meter, baby. Oh, um, how did you how did you go about getting that Little Wayne verse? I text Little Wayne. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like you, not every. Do you really go by like whoever's in your phone then, or you've reached out? No, to, I thought like, the song was, was Tank I, in your phone. No, I didn't have Tank's. Uh, right, number. so you had to go through someone. So to then get I that. had to find Tank's number, and then I reached you out to him, and he was, to he was great. Get Tank, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all all <laughs> singers know each other, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sent the money to get Tank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. You texted um, Wayne, and he said, and he said, "Sure, that's dope." So how long does it take to get a Wayne verse if you're Joe? Buck? Wait, how long does it take to get a Wayne text back? Not long at all. That's cool too. Well, in my experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was on the tour at the time. Actually, he was on tour with M. Okay. At the time. Did you text Eminem to get in touch with Wayne and then no. say, okay. <laughs> no. Two totally separate People? relationships. Right. Conversations. Yeah, so um, he said he, he would try to get it done in Australia. That's where they were at the time. <laughs> but I knew that was just wasn't going to happen. Yeah. That was just like rapper talk. <laughs> um, so it took a little while. And then when he came back, you know, he did indeed get it done. That he did. Faster than, you know, you would have thought. Was his invoice crazy? No. That's that's even better. No, he never invoiced me. That's Actually, at the time, he was like, um, he said, yo, this is real dope because I'm working on, uh, I'm working on, I am not a human, I am a Martian part three. <laughs> and I want, we could do a trade off. I'm going to do your verse and then you get on my shit. And in my head, I'm like. Well, that's not really a trade-off. Uh, <laughs> you're just the hottest rapper in the world at the moment, and me, not so much. But I'm, I mean, I wrote it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he just he just did it, man. He's a real nigga. How long did it take for you to send your verse? He never did that project. Oh, really? Never just sat on never it. Never did anything? the project. Oh, gotcha. At all. Um, let's get back to the Drake thing for a minute. Well, we're not going to get back to very much because you got to run to your meter. All right, you better believe right. it, baby. Yeah. They wouldn't let me put more than an hour. Yeah, <laughs> Joe needs to get back down there and get his Monopoly board. We get it. <laughs> what Drake thing are we getting back to? No, just the fact that you were, as far as I remember, the first rapper rapper to, to support Drake. One hundred percent via Joe Button TV. I would watch those episodes, and I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, and I don't think you get enough credit for that. Um. Do you think you do? No, I mean right. I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't do very much for credit. Like him and I, I was I was fucking with Drake uh, around comeback season time. And I was like, damn, this kid's from Toronto. Like, and I ended up getting in touch with him, and I said, yeah, we got to do something together. Um, and he said, yeah, I got to come up there, whatever, whatever. So he he agreed, and he was going to come up here. But then when he came up, he was doing something with Hove, like it, the separation. From when we had that conversation and from where his career was headed when it was time to do it, they were two different places. I mean, I understood that. Yeah. So I got it. But fucking um, Drake is pretty funny, man. He, he's a funny guy. Yeah. Like the last time I saw him and we had that conversation, he gave me the fucking industry talk about, yeah, yo, no, yo, I still got that verse, yo, how about you send me a beat and I'm going to put a hook on it and yo, we get it popping down. And I was like, and, and everybody in the universe will think I'm stupid for saying this, but I was like, nah, it's not really the same now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I'm going to send you a beat, yeah. but just know it's not the same now. <laughs> like, at the time, it was a novelty type of thing. Like, it was just two great, passionate artists. Now, it's very trendy. Like, you do songs with a lot of people because you're the hottest guy in the game. And I certainly don't want our record to be looked at that way. Like, I don't want to do um, the smart thing for people to do when they get a Drake versus make it a single. Um, I don't want to do a single. You want to like, deep I cut. I want to do. No, but you still want a Drake like feature in some way. Well, I told, him that. I, I yeah. told him, I said, listen, I would want to do um, the records that we do. Yeah, right. Because um, I still, I think that's still cool. But again, keep in mind, we had this conversation in a strip club. So, oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> we met Drake in a strip club. We did. Yeah. Um, maybe that's his thing. Meeting um, fellow rappers in strip clubs. <laughs> well, no strip clubs. That was when I was frequenting strip clubs very often. Um, not so much anymore. No, I don't do that anymore. Is there a hookah bar that you've not been to? There's plenty of hookah bars that I haven't been to. I, I only, um, I only go to places that I'm familiar with. So when I find a spot part of me that i like then i enjoy that's the place that i pretty much am yeah so the hookah spot that i do go to that shall remain nameless yeah mm-hmm. i'm always there every other day everything's nameless with you your podcast your hookah bar well the podcast has a name <laughs> the hookah bar has a name i just will not tell you guys right because so you you're gonna name the hookah bar later because you, know, you guys will go you guys will go tell nelly <laughs> like i don't want any issues oh, i want to keep God. my shit kind of low <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, so all love loss is in stores October sixteenth. Oh, what do you know? A plug. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can follow Joe Budden on Twitter at at Joe Budden. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can follow Joe Buttons on uh, Instagram at, at Joe Buttons. You can not follow, at Joe Budden. You can follow Joe Buttons on Snapchat at at Never. Yeah. <laughs> what is, is the, no What's Snapchat. the best? What's the best medium for you right now? To holler at girls or to have them holler at you. I don't want to holler at girls off of Twitter and Instagram or Tinder or Snapchat. Right, you just have anything. like your agent go to do and do it. <laughs> no, I don't do that either, man. We got to change the narrative on me. I don't behave this way. I would much rather meet a woman in person. Don't you think part of the narrative is what TV actually like laid out for you? It's not um, entirely yeah. out jokes. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I no, no. Be be clear. I'm well aware that I have helped to add to this narrative along with television and, and some other things. Uh, there was some years that I that I you know didn't do myself any justice, but it's like one that won't escape. <laughs> like it just won't. I don't know what I can do to to fix it exactly. Um, a couple th- a couple more things before you go feed the meter. Um, one is uh, your backyard, your 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 back porch. Is called the what? Jokingly, it's called the club. No, my uh, oh my deck. It's oh, deco. Yeah, yeah, deco club deco club deco. It's the deck. <laughs> Do your neighbors ever have a problem with like? My neighbors are wilder than me. <laughs> so, really? You're much wilder than me. Do you live on a college campus? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Not Do you invite them over? Uh, sometimes. Do they invite you over? Yeah, that's cool. We're pretty cool. We're, that's awesome. We're, we're both in the music business. We're pretty. Oh, cool. really? Uh, mm-hmm. Who are your neighbors? Uh, Nameless. (laughs) Mary J. Blige? Neighbors are nameless. (laughs) Everything's nameless, guys. Um, Duh. And uh, just for any, like, original It's the Real fans who loved our sketch videos that we did for three and a half years, do you have a favorite one between, like, the one where you came over here with Tahiri and we were, like, your therapists? You the slaughterhouse one where we we turned you into slaughterhouse was was, uh, that was pretty great yeah that was my favorite that was was a classic that was really you guys were super funny and just real quick that night was when Charles Hamilton decided to tell Detroit basically that he was going to have Jay Dilla who had already passed on executive produce his album and so. While we're pitching you guys in the studio, right? Royce to Five Nine was having like very tense conversations with Charles, Charles Hamilton, yeah. And then immediately after that, we had to be like, "Hey, so we want you guys to throw roses at the camera and blow kisses," <laughs> and they were totally cool with it. Everybody yeah, because cool. we knew you and Joel like really well at that point. But like, we're like, "How is Royce?" And how is yeah? yeah. How's Crooked Eye gonna? But they were very fun. It yeah. was awesome. That was a really fun shoot. Yeah, no, so. Royce is great, and that definitely was my favorite sketch. We did another sketch, uh, the three of us. When we, is that coming? Uh, that's I don't know. That's up that's to you guys. Yeah. All right, so I'm sure yeah. that'll come sometime and within the next week. That's gonna be we'll really funny. We'll put out this uh, video later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, real quick. How close was Charles Hamilton? Because he always used to say that he was the fifth member member of Slaughterhouse. How close was he to ever being in Slaughterhouse? Charles Hamilton was never close to being in Slaughterhouse. Was Was Bun B? 
No, but Bumby is like the OG. Yeah. He's like, was it, who, if there was a fifth member, who would it would probably be Bumby. Okay. <laughs> or, or Jeff Rosenthal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that went without saying. Yeah. I'm Eric. I'm Jeff. So y'all about to scare me again. I'm Jeff. I'm Eric. And... Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Bag of Chandler, a.k.a. Catch a Case. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Shooter Boy in Blue, a.k.a. Papa Smurf. Yeah, these guys are way too late. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. Anytime, guys. Love you guys. Thank you.